Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I am Darlene Kvist. I'm a certified nutrition specialist. You know, and I've been on the host of Dishing Up Nutrition for the past 14 years. And those 14 year, years have been great. Flying right by. Flying right by. You know, also, every day or every other day, or maybe two days a week, something like that, I meet with clients. And, you know, so I'm able to hear what health issues clients are struggling with and what help they need to get over these issues. Mm-hmm. So every week I hear a variety of health health concerns from clients. And one very common one that we hear is, I can't sleep through the night. Mm-hmm. So recently we reviewed and discussed the book, Why We Sleep by Dr. Matthew Walker. Yes, and if you missed that show, you can listen to that as a podcast um, on our Dishing Up Nutrition um, app or from our website, weightandwellness.com. And it's a, I, th- I think it was a great one. I agree. I learned a lot, which is always helpful. Mm-hmm. And as nutritionists, we can help you with your sleep problems, which in turn may also help you resolve other health issues that you may be experiencing. So other things that clients are concerned about, and they share their frustrations when they sit down with us. Mm-hmm. And one of them is they have a slow metabolism, and they just can't lose weight. Mm-hmm. So on June 16th, Carolyn and Cara will be talking about how stress slows the metabolism. That'll be one to, to mark on your calendars. Make sure you don't miss that. And Dar, another concern we often hear from our clients is about their aches and pains, whether that's knee pain or hip pain. Yes. You know, so on July 28th, You also want to mark your calendars because we will have a special guest on our show who will offer suggestions on how to reduce aches and pains with both food, right? We always say food first, but also talking about some key supplements. So one of the other big, big, big stressors for our clients is their out-of-control food cravings. Mm -hmm. You know, they have sugar cravings or coffee mocha cravings. And they often hit around three o'clock in the afternoon uh-huh. or they have potato chip cravings or popcorn cravings as they're sitting watching TV in the evening. Mm-hmm. You know, some people crave M&Ms or cookies while other people crave bread or pasta. So if you're struggling with cravings, you know, we have several recommendations today on Dishing Up Nutrition to slow down those cravings. And we call it our Crave Control Lifestyle. Shelby and I want to help you realize that your cravings start with your personal biochemistry. You know, that's kind of probably a new concept for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But it is really important to understand that you just can't will away your cravings because you have to balance your biochemistry. Mm -hmm. So you can be sure that we're going to be talking about a lot of different things that contribute to cravings this morning. But to stop your cravings, you first have to realize that the root of your cravings is that your biochemistry is off balance. 
So you may be thinking to yourself, yeah, what do you, what do you, what does that really mean? I mean, Uh a lot of people are going to say, Shelby, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. So here's, here's one example that I like to give people, Dar. When someone craves something sweet after a meal, you know, maybe a chocolate chip cookie or Mm -hmm. maybe just a little Hershey kiss, just something sweet after a really nice meal that is often caused by a zinc deficiency. That's a, how do you make that connection? A zinc deficiency and mm-hmm. and craving a sweet after a meal. Interesting, and, isn't it? Yeah. When when I ask people about that, you know, once they start to think more about zinc, their cravings for desserts go away and they think, well, gosh, if I would have known it was that simple. Yes. Yeah. So if you think about your basic biochemistry being out of balance, you will have food cravings. So it's not an emotional thing, but rather biochemistry. How freeing is that for many of our clients to realize it's not an emotional issue. It's actually a biochemical issue down to the cells. So Mm -hmm. that may be a new thought or some new information for our listeners this morning. Um, Good morning. I'm Shelby Hummel. I have a master's degree in applied clinical nutrition, and I'm a licensed nutritionist that practices what I preach, which means that I cook and I eat and I love eating real food. And you said this morning before we started the show that you were going home to plant more garden. Yes, Tyler actually is probably (laughs) heading back from the farmer's market with some of our peppers and tomatoes right now. Sounds good. (laughs) So real food. So now listeners, if you have a chocolate craving, I'm happy to tell you Chocolate cravings are easy to eliminate. You know, if you have chocolate cravings or muscle cramps or Charlie horses or eye twitches, that's all an indication that you are deficient in the mineral magnesium. Uh-huh. We talk a lot about magnesium on this show. You know, and most people need to take between 400 to 600 milligrams of magnesium to calm their chocolate cravings, but also to calm their muscle cramps. Yep. You know, magnesium is also very helpful if you're struggling with constipation. And many of our clients tell me that if they take four to six capsules of mixed magnesium Mm -hmm. every day, they no longer battle with constipation. And guess what? Their chocolate cravings go away. Well, it's interesting, Dar, because I always remind people that magnesium is our relaxation mineral. So Mm -hmm. you can see how it can relax the muscles in the in the foot or the leg, relax the bowel muscles. But magnesium is also really relaxing for sleep. It can be a very powerful sleep aid. And I love hearing this, but last week, one of my Nutrition for Weight Loss participants pulled me aside after class to share that she was finally able to sleep through the entire night. Great. Really nice. She was thrilled. Mm-hmm. So she told me that a few of the things that she did, First of all, she had that balanced snack before bed, but Mm -hmm. she thinks that the big hitter was she upgraded her magnesium supplement to that highly absorbable magnesium glycinate. And instead of just taking one or two, she started taking four of those tablets at bedtime. She was thrilled. She didn't wake up throughout the night and wasn't staring at the ceiling. You know, and I've heard that before from other clients. Mm hmm. Once they start taking the right form of magnesium, Mm -hmm. it works. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah, so if you are experiencing problems sleeping or those chocolate cravings, I suggest you start by taking 300 to 400 milligrams of that magnesium glycinate before bed and increase that. Feel free to increase that if you feel like you need more. Mm-hmm. You know, that people, relaxation. Sure. Some people need to take 600. Mm-hmm. A few people need to take 800. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's all healthy for people. And by taking that magnesium, your chocolate cravings can be a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people it's best to take those minerals like magnesium and calcium, zinc or selenium at bedtime because when we sleep, that's when those minerals are best absorbed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, many of our clients tell us that their cravings are the biggest barrier they have that keeps them from eating healthier. They know better. Mm-hmm. But their cravings keep them from doing better. So let me ask you a question, listeners. Do you suffer from cravings? You know, if you nodded your head, yes, and you (laughs) rolled your eyes and said, that's me. Let me tell you, you're not alone. And it was when I was preparing for the show, it was really shocking to learn that 100% of young women and Mm -hmm. 70% of young men admitted to experiencing food cravings in the past year. What does that say? A lot of food cravings. A lot of food cravings. So let's talk about the question that many of our clients ask themselves. Why do I have cravings? Then they must say, well, I don't have any willpower. I I must be a weak-willed person because I just start to lose weight and then their cravings take over. Oh, we've heard that many times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they must... They're thinking to their self, to themselves, you know, I must have no willpower because I, always, I give in to those cravings. Shelby, I always call that is blame the victim. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So, Dar, we're going to talk about cravings a little bit more, um, but we're going to take our first break. Okay. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And this morning we are discussing how you can control your food cravings. There are many biochemical reasons for cravings. I alluded to to one misconception that we have. One misconception that we have about cravings is that it's an emotional issue mm-hmm. rather than a biochemical problem. Yes. So keep listening this morning because it might actually be related to what you're eating for breakfast or rather what you're not eating for breakfast. Possibly. That could contribute to you craving processed carbohydrates later in the day. So perhaps it's time for you to take a fresh look at your cravings and find a solution. On the other side of this first break, Dar and I will be talking more about that. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, and I'm in studio here today with Shelby Hummel. You know, we're both licensed and experienced nutritionists, and we want to answer questions you may have about your cravings. So if you're willing... Give us a call at 651-641-1071. You know, often there's a simple solution to craving. So let me give you that number again. It is 651-641-1071. So let's talk about our cravings Mm -hmm. and give us a call. Mm -hmm. So um, we're talking about cravings and, and really looking at the idea that Cravings are related to something with our biochemistry, something internally is off balance. And a few of the things that 
we hear from people is, well, I must not have any willpower. If I have cravings, I'm just not strong enough to say no to them. Yes. So we're going to repeat this over and over. Because <laughs> it goes against what people have heard for the last 30 years. Yep. You know, cravings are not a result of weak will. You know, often clients say they, you know, they have a leak will, they have lack of self-control, mm-hmm. they don't have any discipline, and it leads to a lot of frustration. Yes, it does. And then it leads to low self-esteem because they feel like failures. So, you know, when I'm working with clients, and I'm sure you do this, Shelby, too, we try to encourage them to understand that it's really a biochemical reason that they have food cravings. Yes. It's not emotional, and it's not from being weak-willed. Correct. It's biochemical. It's down at that biochemistry level. But a lot of times you have to dig deep to figure that out. Mm -hmm. So, Dar, we have someone that's taking us up on our offer. Okay, let's... Let's take a caller. (laughs) Good morning, Christy. You have a question for us? I do. Thank you for taking my call. I um, am totally addicted to diet pop, and I want Mm -hmm. to stop drinking it, and I did when I was pregnant, Mm -hmm. and now I'm 49 now, and I just can't seem to give it up, and I wondered if you had any suggestions or reasons for that. Well, Shelby, just jump in anytime. I'll start. You know, uh, diet pop is very, very addicting for many, many, many people. Yeah, actually more addicting than sugar pop. Mm-hmm. So a couple of a couple of ways to look at that. What is the biochemistry be, behind that? It's probably a something a brain, what I call a brain biochemistry. Mm-hmm. You're probably lacking in one of the neurotransmitters. And that brain bio, chemicals. Brain chemicals, yep. thank mm-hmm. you. Then I would look at something that is called dopamine. That's one of the neurotransmitters. And that's one when we're low on dopamine, we often crave chemicals. You know, we crave things like diet pop. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how do you get more dopamine into your brain? Well, believe it or not, dopamine comes from eating meat and eggs. Mm -hmm. So through the day, it would make sense for you probably four, five, even six times a day, you eat a small amount of protein with your other like vegetable carbohydrates and healthy fat. Mm-hmm. And you drink lots of water because <laughs> when you hydrate your brain, it works better. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I would go, Christy. Uh, okay. And now, you know, look at when you think about it, when do you have most of those? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, is go ahead. When do you find go. yourself wanting that diet soda? Um. Well, I have a habit of um, it's all it's always caffeine free, mm-hmm. which doesn't make. I don't know if that's here or there, uh, nor there. Um, I have one in the morning when I wake up, mm-hmm. and um, then I drink like green tea. I drink teas mm-hmm. during the day, yep. and then around like three o'clock until I go to bed, and I have one like on my nightstand, and I drink it throughout the night. Well, here's another thought, since you gave us more information. And that's what we talk about when we're working with clients. You have to keep digging deeper and asking Mm -hmm. them more questions. When you said that, my guess is that you are actually calming your anxiety. You know, it's so interesting that when we wake up in the morning, we are supposed to be sort of 
alert, but a little bit, maybe just a little anxious if we are producing more of those brain chemicals than we need. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it doesn't make a lot of sense when I say this, but actually we have a little bit of anxiety when we wake up. And so you're looking to that diet pop to calm those uh Kind of, kind of calm that anxiety. So going back. <laughs> so here's another option for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of something that is called L-theanine. L-theanine is a, a supplement that is actually made from green tea. Mm-hmm. It's extremely helpful and safe. And so what I would have you do is take a couple of L-theanine when you first wake up in the morning and drink two glasses of water. And then eat a balanced breakfast. Yes. Okay. And I think what will happen is those cravings will go away. And obviously okay. your anxiety goes up toward the end of the day. You know, like after 3 mm-hmm. o'clock in the afternoon. And so again, I would probably take take some theanine then. Now, you're not going to have to do this forever. I mean, okay. we're looking at this maybe for four weeks, mm-hmm. possibly six weeks. And then the cravings will go away and you won't need this. Okay. Awesome. That's how we would work with, with somebody with cravings. And okay. you know what? It is, it's totally individual for each person. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I okay. appreciate it. All right. Thanks for your Thanks call for this coming. morning. Yes. Great caller. Yes. Well, so, and it's complex. And that's, that's really what we're trying to highlight today is that it's not a one size fits all for people. You know, cravings are that biochemical response to imbalances in the body. And, and Dar, just like you were talking with the last caller, you know, that imbalance is what drives behavior. So mm-hmm. many of our clients are shocked at how easy it is for them to be free of cravings when we get to the root cause of that biochemical imbalance. And basically, when you're eating a low calorie, low-fat, kind of high-carb diet, you want to eat more and more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we really, that's, that's how people were told to eat mm-hmm. for the last 30, 40 years. You know, but what happens is when we eat a lot of carbs, you know, that sugary foods, mm-hmm. it makes us want to eat more and more and more. And we hear people say it's one cookie leads to another, or it could be, you know, one soda leads to another, mm-hmm. leads to another. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you eat a very low fat, high carb breakfast, such as a bowl of cereal. So, Shelby, when you were young, what kind of cereal was your mom giving you? Actually, I think my dad liked the Raisin Bran cereal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. You know, it sounds healthy. <laughs> has raisins in there. <laughs> but it has a lot of sugar. Yeah. It turns into a lot of sugar. So, you know, when you eat that, I bet you were hungry within an hour later, maybe two, maybe an hour and a half later. And you wanted something else. And most people go for a muffin or a donut mm-hmm. or a coffee mocha because it's high in sugar. Yeah. So a low fat breakfast leads to a biochemical imbalance which leads you to crave more sugar you know listeners can you kind of relate if you're eating that way we see this happening a lot with our clients Mm -hmm. you know dar we have another caller okay do you think we've got some time here to 
Yep, we've got a couple minutes here. So good morning, Jenny. You have a question for us this morning. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning. How are you? Great. So you, your question this morning. I crave salt. I am addicted to chips. And I, I try to walk away. I'm not a sweet eater at all. But if I see any kind of chip, I, it, it calls me. So when you think you're addicted to salt, my next question is, what do you eat that's got a lot of salt? Chips. Yeah. Potato chips, um, Doritos mostly, or the sour cream Brussels. Mm-hmm. My guess is that you're not necessarily addicted to salt, but you know, when you think about chips or pretzels or any of those, those really turn into sugar. Okay. Very fast. Um, I think it's like one or two. Oh, no, it's two. Four, four chips equal a teaspoon of sugar. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. who could stop at four chips? <laughs> Plus, right. they are also cooked in a very bad fat that is very addicting. So it's not the salt that you're addicted to, but you're addicted okay. to the sugar and bad fat. So when you take a look at that, so because you could take a cucumber... And you could put salt on it, and you might eat one or two, but you wouldn't keep eating and eating and eating mm-hmm. like you would a chip. Right. So, uh, it's a matter of recognizing that it's really, probably your blood sugar is a little low, and you're looking for that sugar to boost your blood sugar, which will calm your biochemistry. Okay. Can you see that? Go ahead, Shelby. Well, I was going to say, Jenny, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what are some ways that you can balance your blood sugar later in the show? And it it is one of those things that, like we were talking earlier, eating a little bit more frequently throughout the day can be very helpful for people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does this make any sense to you? It does. It makes a ton of sense. Um, I should have also let you know that I had the R. A ruin Y surgery mm-hmm. about seven years ago, and I did really well for about five years, and I haven't gained any of the weight back. Mm-hmm. But probably within the last nine months has been the sugar, the chip addiction yep. going crazy. Yep, yep. Well, you know, it's we have so so much of our food today is processed foods, and it it's you know it either affects our blood sugar or affects our brain chemicals or it it just affects us and it does feel like we're out of control kind of confuses our system a little bit yeah so yep. stay tuned we're going to talk about some other other ideas thanks for the Perfect. call this morning so dar we've got to go to our second break you're Already? listening to dishing up nutrition if you want to get rid of your cravings have more energy and fewer aches and pains I suggest you sign up for our Summer Nutrition for Weight Loss program and start eating real food that you buy from the grocery store. You meet once a week to learn that up-to-date nutrition information to help you eat the weight and wellness way and experience a whole new um, you know, lifestyle around health. One comment that we hear by so many of our class participants is that they feel so good. They have so much energy. So if you're interested in taking that Nutrition for Weight Loss program, call 651-699-3438 or go online at weightandwellness.com to sign up. Be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. 
Cravings, cravings, cravings. That's what we're talking about today. You know, you feel so out of control. You've tried psychological therapy for emotional eating. And yeah, it helped for a short time. But soon afterwards, you went right back to your old habits. Then you checked into binge eating disorder clinic. They said you could eat anything you wanted within your calorie limit. That didn't work either, because as soon as you ate sugar, you wanted more and more and more and more. So why don't these plans really work? You know, because binge eating and out-of-control cravings are really a brain-body response of your own personal biochemistry. Mm -hmm. It's all, each person has a different biochemistry. Yeah. So each person tends to have different cravings. You know, very well, if, for most people, if you have a half a Subway sandwich for lunch, by three o'clock in the afternoon, your cravings have kicked in for more processed carbs and you want a whole big bag of chips. And so at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, you know, we don't use or even think of this. We don't say one plan fits all for everyone. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. We have to individualize things. And ask a lot of questions. You know, our nutritionists and dietitians really will help you learn to eat to match your personal biochemistry. And so we understand. We get it. So give us a call at 651-699-3438 and sign up for a consultation so that you can get rid of those cravings. And Dar, one of the things that you said is, you know, craving craving chips or craving processed carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have that misconception that, you know, if they're they're craving chips or crunchy things, that that's, you know, not related to sugar. Right. But it's interesting, a half of a Subway sandwich breaks down into 17 teaspoons of sugar. So mm-hmm. it may not be the, the inherently sweet things that people are craving. It could be more of the breads and pastas, exactly. chips and, and crackers, things like that. And then if we took that concept a, a little deeper, we could go deeper and deeper with that because it just may be someone that has a craving like that, has a gluten sensitivity, mm-hmm. and then that's another thing that we need to do. Lots of things. Lots of things. Yeah, and we see a lot of these different scenarios with our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, we see this happening with friends and family, too. And it's not surprising that people um, eating a low-fat breakfast are going to have a biochemical imbalance that, that contributes to them craving sugar. Research is actually showing and studying those low-fat, high-carbohydrates and what they do to people. So there's research out of the Journal of Metabolism in December of 2009, and it shows that low-fat, high-carb diets actually create more food cravings. So that was eight years ago when that research Mm -hmm. was done. Mm -hmm. And as we know, for the past 40 years, we have been told to eat low-fat, high-carb, you know, to lose weight or to keep the heart healthy. But it's sad to see that the approach of, of eating low-fat, high-carb has actually fueled even more problems with obesity and more problems with heart disease. However, if we ate more and were out of control with food cravings, you know, you see those people having problems with their weight and heart disease. So the bottom line of all of this is it's about how food affects your biochemistry. It's not a calorie-in, calorie-out but those low-fat, high-carb diets 
make you want to eat more. So, you know, as parents and grandparents, I think we want to protect our kids and our grandkids from going down that path of cravings and weight gain, not to mention heart disease. Mm -hmm. You know, body fat, especially belly fat, it really contains complex metabolic tissue and cells, Mm -hmm. which are critical for regulating your metabolism and it regulates your appetite, Mm -hmm. your weight. You know, you want to feed your family and yourself foods that prevent you or your family from accumulating extra belly fat. So Mm -hmm. you have to start thinking about that. And this is true for little boys and little girls. Mm -hmm. And we know that soda is one of the factors that accumulates belly fat very fast. Definitely, definitely. And Dar, I want to talk a little bit more about what kind of diets put on extra body fat. Mm-hmm. But we have a caller, another okay. caller. Okay. Good morning, Anne. You have a question about magnesium for us this morning. Good morning, yes. Anne. Hi. Um, yeah, I was listening to you, and you were saying that magnesium can cause, um, uh, get rid of constipation. Well, I, I have the muscle cramps and so forth, but I, uh, I um, have what I call chronic diarrhea. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that would not probably work for me. Um, well, I think it's it, diabetic. Okay, I think one of the things that possibly you could use some magnesium glycinate, which is a form of magnesium that should not cause diarrhea. Uh-huh. But I would start with one, mm-hmm. and then go to two, and possibly go to three. But that's probably where you would have to stop. Okay, mm-hmm. and would that be at your uh, your North Oaks place? You oh, sure. At? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's the magnesium glycinate. That's the one that we find works really well with the muscles and with sleep. Yep. Relaxing mm-hmm. those tissues. Okay. All that's right. It. Maybe I'll stop in there and, okay. and talk to somebody about it. That's okay. interesting. But Good. I didn't want to cause more diarrhea. No, 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 no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Understandably so. <laughs> well, okay. thank you for your call, Anne. Dar, we have another caller. Okay. Good morning, Linda. You have a question for us on dishing up nutrition this morning. Good morning, oh, Linda. Yeah, hi. Um, yeah, my son is vegan, and he's mm-hmm. been complaining about having a lot of cravings for sugar stuff. Sure. I think he tends to have a sweet tooth anyway, but he's kind of swung all over the place with trying different um, food. Well, I hate to say diets, but plans. So he mm-hmm. was paleo for a while, and yep. you know well, he's swinging the other way, but... Um, and I had heard you talking about the idea that you needed more um, animal in your system, animal food, animal protein, right. to balance things. So what happens on the vegan side of that? <laughs> well, you know, it throws their biochemistry off more, usually. Uh, it's very difficult to get enough good protein with all the amino acids as a, a vegan. So what yeah. happens is then you're not making as much serotonin which mm-hmm. is a great neurotransmitter that makes you feel calm and or you're not getting enough dopamine which controls some of your sugar cravings and so you have i mean the bottom line is you throw your biochemistry off and you have more cravings linda i would say that if if your son is um you know really wanting to um, have this vegan lifestyle, he probably needs to sit down with a nutritionist to make sure that they're getting enough of those amino acids from 
you know, plant protein options. But it's a challenge. It's yeah. very challenging. And I think, Linda, the other thing that happens is the longer people are deficient in these amino acids, the more possibility of depression and anxiety and all those things that go down that pathway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was concerned about that. So is it possible to people who have a vegan diet that to get all of those amino acids that they need if you're saying that well, you need animal products I mean, once in a while to balance that out? Well, if our preference would be for him to eat some animal, you know, some Maybe animal. some fish yeah. or some eggs. But sometimes mm-hmm. you just can't get people to do that. So then it's almost like you have to supplement those amino acids in a supplement form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so and, you don't feel that's even possible or available in plants to get all of the things that balance things out? Personally, we don't. Okay. But, you know, um, I'm but sure, are, I mean, I'm sure other- some vegans that would disagree with us so mm-hmm. you know we're looking i mean we we try to keep things simple you know mm-hmm. a little bit of animal protein some high really quality high quality mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and some real good vegetable carbohydrates and some really good healthy fats like you know butter olive oil things like that you mm-hmm. know and just make life simple because Are that you- it seems to balance the biochemistry the best Okay. Are you familiar with the book, How Not to Die? You know, I'm not, and I thought I knew every book. (laughs) I thought so, too. This is one he's picked up, and the author is um, really a strong proponent of plants only. Mm -hmm. Only, only. And this has, you know, got him very swayed into that thinking. And I have thought about you and your show and in this book and wondered if you had heard of this author. We'll have to check that one out. Mark Gregor, I think, is the, is the author. Okay. Yeah, I'd well, love to hear your um, thoughts on some of the research he has in there. Okay. Thank well, you so much. Thanks for the call. Interesting calls this morning. Oh, I love it. Well, Dar, you know, we're going to take our third break here. We've yeah. had so much fun chatting away, but you're <laughs> listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. As a nutritionist, I have many tools in my toolbox to help people get control over their cravings. One tool that I use is trying to figure out what a client is willing to eat for breakfast, something that will help stabilize their blood sugar. So Dar had mentioned some high quality protein, some vegetables and fruit carbohydrates, and some healthy fat. Another tool that I use is a product called Crave Control Plus. So taking two to three of the Crave Control Plus supplements before each meal that would be a way to help support that neurotransmitter production. And that's the, exactly what's in that are the amino acids that we were just talking with Linda about. Helping the brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the bottom line is we can help. It isn't hopeless. We have helped many people overcome cravings, and we understand that there is not a one-size-fits-all. So call 651 399 to set up your individual appointment today. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, today we're talking about cravings. And more than 70% of adults are overweight today. And we're really considered a nation of cravers. And boy, do food manufacturers know that. (laughs) They do. (laughs) So, you know, eliminating cravings is critical to freeing overeaters from unhealthy foods. 
It's like you have to break the chains. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so when you take our 12-week Nutrition for Weight Loss program, you'll meet with a nutritionist for two one-hour appointments, and they can help you eliminate your cravings. Sometimes it's very simple. So you've heard us talk about Nutrition for Weight Loss series today and then other on other shows, and now finally you've decided it's time to take the Nutrition for Weight Loss program. So you got to think, what night is best for you? Is it going to be Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night? Maybe Friday afternoon. You know, we've got, we've got you covered on all those <laughs> days. So you have to think again, what's the best location? You know, we have seven different locations that you can take the Nutrition for Weight Loss class. And summer isn't even a concern because if it's more convenient, you can take the online Nutrition for Weight Loss and you can connect from the cabin or your lake home. That's right. So just, you know, call 651-699-3438 or you can go on our website and go to weightandwellness.com and you can sign up. So it's the first step. It is the first step. And Dara had a, a client tell me the other day in our Nutrition for Weight Loss consultation that this is the summer of me. Oh, that sounds great. Isn't that great? Yes. She said, this is the summer that I'm going to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Nutrition for Weight Loss is a great way to do that. So let's talk about belly fat. Yeah. Before we went to our last break, we were looking at what kind of diet puts on extra belly fat. And that would definitely be a high carbohydrate low-fat diet. So biochemically, that high-carb, low-fat diet raises your glucose or your blood sugar, which that actually sends a message to your pancreas to produce more insulin to try to keep that blood sugar under control, right? So you eat maybe the cereal or the chips that spikes your blood sugar. The pancreas has to shuttle out more insulin to take that blood sugar under control. And all of that extra glucose gets turned into body fat. That's that biochemical response to a high-carb, low-fat diet. So let's, Shelby, let's tell listeners, when we say high-carb, low-fat, what Mm -hmm. are we thinking? Mm -hmm. You know, the thing that pops into my brain right away is a big bowl of cereal Mm -hmm. with skim milk. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And maybe a piece of toast. With margarine. Or no butter at all or no Mm -hmm. margarine and jelly. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a, a bagel. or a bagel. Right. A bagel is, is equivalent to about four slices of bread. Or in <laughs> about 14 teaspoons of sugar. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking about. And that's how we've been taught to eat. Or the other one that I think about is the low-fat yogurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's got a lot of sugar in it. Yep. Or artificial sugar. Yeah. So it's the low-fat, high-carb that causes belly fat. Mm-hmm. So, so again, if you're eating high carb, low fat foods, you're going to probably have cravings for sugar. You know, and these cravings, it's not emotional, it's biochemical. So if you want to get rid of those blood sugar cravings, here's some ideas that you might want to try. Rather than eating the cereal that we just talked about with the skim milk, what could your Oh, you and your family eat. Here's an idea. And I used to do this with my kids all the time. I'd get a piece of whole grain rye bread because we mm-hmm. know that 
rye bread stabilizes blood sugar better. Doesn't spike it as much. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you put about a half a cup of full fat cottage cheese on top of it. Important, the full fat. Mm-hmm. And a few blueberries. Mm-hmm. And then you slide it under a toaster oven <laughs> and it melts together and the blueberries pop and it looks great. So it's uh, it's really simple. It's a balanced breakfast. Kids love it and no weight gain from it. No cravings. And no extra belly fat. Yep. Well, that's interesting, Dar, because the other day on a walk, I was talking with a friend and asking her, you know, what she feeds her toddler. And she was telling me her daughter's new favorite, you know, go-to breakfast Mm -hmm. is actually our turkey breakfast sausages from the Weight and Wellness Cookbook. And my friend, she just makes them up in advance and then, you know, reheats them in the morning. Mm -hmm. But while she's reheating them, she'll have snap peas the sugar snap peas or bell pepper strips that her daughter can dip in our ranch dressing recipe okay and then she'll have some berries or you know maybe some leftover sweet potato from the night before but it's interesting because she notices that her daughter has better focus when she Mm -hmm. has a balanced breakfast and probably isn't looking for a cookie in an hour isn't or so. asking for a treat in Target or anything out there. So for all you moms out there, it doesn't have to be cereal for breakfast. It could be some breakfast sausage, some vegetables, some fruit. And you know, if my I know my mom's listening, mom, if you want to make me that breakfast, <laughs> I'd be happy to have that. <laughs> so would you look at research on carb consumption in kids or even adults? You'll find that people who eat more carbs eat more food, and we're hungry more of the time. Mm-hmm. That's what all the research says. You know, eating too many processed carbs make you gain weight while eating fat, such as butter or olive oil mm-hmm. or avocados, helps you lose weight. You know, foods like white rice, bread, muffins, juice, it, they really promote obesity and overweightness and Heart disease, mm-hmm. inflammation, and cravings. So, yeah. honestly, these foods set you up to crave more and more processed foods. You know, Shelby, you mentioned food manufacturers. Mm-hmm. That's probably why they do that. Probably. Because we and buy more. Exactly. Yep. So, when we're eating a bagel for breakfast, like I said before, that has the same amount of carbohydrates as four slices of bread. And most people would not eat four slices of bread. No. But, but they'll eat a bagel. Yeah, or a bagel with some jelly on there. That actually sets you up to have more cravings for that bag of M&Ms or maybe a mocha or a soda later. So biochemically, anything that's a carbohydrate is going to break down into sugar or glucose in the body. Raising that blood sugar and setting you up for that blood sugar roller coaster ride. You know, I just mentioned rice, pasta, cereal, bread, even oatmeal will usually drive cravings. And that one always surprises people. Yeah. Because they think oatmeal is healthy. Yeah. So but, Dar, let's as as we're thinking about okay. closing out our show, what would be the the components of a balanced meal or snack that you recommend for clients? Well, we always recommend having some kind of animal protein. Mm-hmm. You know, two, three, four ounces. Not not a 10-ounce steak. That's not what we're talking yeah. about. A little, some protein. So it might be a pork chop, might be a chicken breast. It might be a piece of salmon. Mm-hmm. 
And then, don't you think we should have some vegetables? Definitely. Some I sugar mean, snap peas, some asparagus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some sweet potato, some mm-hmm. carrots, some squash. green beans, squash, mm-hmm. any of those things. And then that healthy fat is important. The butter, the olive oil, nuts and seeds or avocados. Well, Dar, I wish we could talk more and we're going to have to do another show because we have lots more information about cravings. We do. But our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. It sounds simple, yet it's a powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Yes, thank you, listeners.